It's Thursday, March 8, 2018. We don't have to accept hideous sacrifices that harm the poorest among us. We need governments, in our opinion, to put a price on carbon. Stark contrast on climate between U.S. and Europe at Energy Industry Conference. Bad news for elephants, good news for a U.S. electric grid powered by clean solar and wind. Plus, as the Arctic experiences one of its warmest winters ever, Europe has experienced one of its coldest. The Arctic just had its warmest winter on record, and polar scientists are kind of freaking out. All of that freaking out and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and... Snarky comment. They do lie to us repeatedly about global warming, and then it's global cooling, and then it's global. Yeah. The ice age is coming. Time magazine had. Then the Earth is going to blow up and burn up. And now they just they just call it global whatever. No, they don't. Sean Hannity, stop lying and please get some new shtick. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, as Sean Hannity continues to use the same lies year after year after year, you have actual new news from the Arctic, and it's not very good. No, it's not, and it is now official. The Arctic just had its warmest winter on record. That's according to the scientists at the U.S. National Snow and Ice Data Center, who say that it is likely caused by global warming. Sea ice hit the lowest winter extent ever recorded. Temperatures in the Arctic are closer to those typically seen in the month of May, and it's kind of freaking out polar scientists. U.S. scientist Mark Sorrell called the conditions, quote, unprecedented and crazy, crazy stuff. You're saying the temperatures in the Arctic in March are like the temperature is usually in May? Yeah. Wow. What happens in the Arctic, of course, doesn't stay in the Arctic. The loss of sea ice in the Arctic has been linked to changes in the jet stream causing extreme weather events. While the Arctic is experiencing its warmest winter ever, Europe is experiencing one of its coldest winters ever, and the northeastern U.S. is seeing back-to-back intense winter storms. Don't tell Sean Hannity. Meanwhile, stark contrasts on the global energy transition were on display between the U.S and Europe at the Big Sarah Energy Industry Conference in Houston this week. In a rambling speech, Energy Secretary Rick Perry touted the surge in U.S. fossil fuel exports and called for making fossil fuels cleaner. I call it the new energy realism. We would welcome and help lead, for that matter, a global alliance of countries willing to help make fossil fuels cleaner rather than abandoning them. Man, when did Rick Perry become such a drama queen? Oh, he was always that way. Not surprisingly, Perry did not mention climate change, but Europe-based oil companies are going in the opposite direction. Right after Perry spoke, the CEO of Royal Dutch Shell said the world, quote, has to change because climate change will be so disruptive. The CEO of British Petroleum, Bob Dudley, called for efficiently managing what he was calling the global energy transition to meet emissions cuts under the United United Nations Paris Climate Agreement. Dudley also called for governments to put a price on carbon emissions that cause dangerous global warming. We need all sectors of the economy to bring emissions down and consumers as well. And we need governments, in our opinion, to put a price on carbon. That would enable us to do a whole lot more. 
So the CEO of oil company BP is calling for a carbon tax? Yep, that's right. Again, don't tell Sean Hannity or Rick Perry. Meanwhile, some bad news for elephants. The Trump administration's Fish and Wildlife Service has quietly announced that it will now allow the importation of endangered elephant body parts from African nations on a case-by-case basis, a reversal of President Trump's statements earlier this year that he would keep the Obama-era ban on such trophy imports. Well, you know how those forgotten men and women in the Midwest love their elephant trophy hunting. But some good news. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has unanimously rejected the Trump administration's attempt to block a lawsuit led by 21 young people who are suing the federal government for failure to act on climate change. The ruling means that the children's case brought by the nonprofit environmental law group Our Children's Trust can now go forward in federal court. Finally, a new study of decades of U.S. weather data has calculated that solar and wind energy alone could reliably supply 80 percent of all U.S. electricity demand. By investing in system-wide upgrades to the electric grid and deployment of battery storage, which, by the way, would also create jobs, the U.S. could have emissions-free clean electricity by mid-century. Clean energy and jobs. Yep. Wrong kind of energy. Wrong kind of jobs, I guess. For the Trump administration. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. The answer, my friend. Is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind